0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 1,392 today, continuing our countdown of the deleted scenes of The Last Jedi in order of their importance to the story of The Last Jedi. We're looking at number seven and number eight on the list today. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, I'm Jason Fry, author of many Star Wars stories and the Jupiter Pirates series, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voibod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So, let's continue our series of countdown looks at the deleted scenes from The Last Jedi. Number eight on the list is the extended sequence inside The Supremacy. That, of course, would be Supreme Leader Snoke's big ol' Star Destroyer. There is a longer sequence with Finn and Rose and DJ infiltrating The Supremacy, and it's one that also includes a deleted scene that featured the famous actor Tom Hardy who was in a stormtrooper uniform and is the guy who actually slapped Finn on the butt in the elevator. A very unusual thing for a stormtrooper to do, to be sure, because he recognized FN-2187 and said, Oh, hey, you could be an officer. I guess that's awesome. Remember me, you know, from batch 8 and all that stuff? But I guess the word of FN-2187's defection did not spread far and wide. They tried to keep the news of it as quiet as possible because they didn't want to give anybody any ideas, you know? And so, anyway, yeah, according to this trooper, he, you know, he thinks that Finn has risen up in the ranks, and wow, isn't that amazing? And that creates a bit of tension in the scene, of course, because they're not supposed to be talking to the officers, the stormtroopers aren't, and Finn is like, please don't do this because he thinks that the trooper is going to turn him in or something like that, and of course, it's not that at all. Meanwhile, Rose is quietly going for a blaster, and DJ has to stay her hand because she thinks the jig is up and that they're about to get busted, but nope. somehow DJ senses that it's going to be okay, or at least that's not the moment to fight, and it all works out all right. And the sequence that leads to them getting in the elevator, Finn, Rose, and DJ, they're walking through this giant command center, this, you know, whole row of consoles being worked on, so it's basically like one big cube farm for all intents and purposes. And in the novel Realization, this scene happens as well, where you get to see the First Order officer, the uh, the Security Bureau officer, I should say, you know, the guy in the white uniform. He's actually on the same level, in the same room with them, and he starts chasing them down. BB9E actually rolls right by Rose and Finn and DJ and the trash can-covered BB-8, and, of course, BB-9E is that BB-8 black bb unit from the first order right so anyway he's the one who senses it and then the isb guy senses it and not not isb i guess it would be fosb guy senses it and starts chasing them down and finn is going trying to tap the elevator button and it's not going fast enough and the security bureau officers heading to the elevator and the doors closed just in time you know phew right and according to Ryan Johnson, this was a scene that he absolutely loved and it hurt. It was one of the most painful ones for him to cut, but it worked better from a pacing perspective without it. He said that this was the Star Wars idea of Jack Lemon's office in the apartment. And the apartment was not one of the movies that we got as far as a list of movies that Ryan Johnson was drawing from to create that shared cinematic language that he talked about way back in, oh gosh, I think that was Celebration Europe in 2016, where he he talked about movies like three outlaw samurai and 12 o'clock high and movies like that that he had asked the lucas story group team to check out because those were the things from which he was drawing inspiration so the apartment had definitely not been on that list so it was interesting to hear that one be referenced and then our seventh scene in the list is a scene that happens... Oh, gosh. Um It does happen in the novelization, but in a different way. So it's a scene where Finn gets his jacket back from Poe and he sees that the sewing job has been done on it which is really sweet and Poe says I'm not much of a sewer but you know I was kind of busy saving the whole fleet and everything like that and it's a bridging scene according to Ryan Johnson so you know not necessarily necessary but something that struck me and I was very pleased to hear it in the commentary is that he was hearkening back to the Empire Strikes Back and the conversation that Han and Leia have when Han is trying to leave and Leia tracks him down and they have that argument in the hallway and people are walking by them around them in between them and all that and people are doing that in this scene too and he wanted to do something similar to that he really liked that scene in the Empire Strikes Back and the dynamic of having a conversation like this in the midst of a working rebel base or a working resistance in this case and so that was what the whole point of that scene was. And when he was filming it, Ryan Johnson thought that he was going to need a scene like that. But when he got into the editing editing (laughs) when he got into the editing room, is what I mean to say, turned out he didn't need it after all, and so he cut it. All right, that's going to do it for our countdown portion of the podcast. I've got last Jedi trivia for you after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Want a free copy of The Last Jedi in 4K UHD HDR with Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision? It's the highest quality you can possibly watch The Last Jedi at courtesy of voodoo and starting friday march 16th i'm giving away those 10 to the first 10 people who become patrons of the podcast at the five dollar and one cent level or higher and if you join at the eleven thirty eight level or higher i'll throw in a free copy of the force awakens trivia book too go to patreon.com slash sw7x7 to support the show and get your free copy of the last jedi again that's patreon.com slash sw7x7 welcome back All right, yesterday I asked you who conducted the Star Wars theme, the opening fanfare that plays over the opening crawl, and it was the man himself, John Williams. Today's question for you, which direction does the camera pan after the opening crawl, up or down? Puzzle on that one for a moment, and or maybe a day, (laughs) and I'll give you the answer tomorrow. But for now, that's going to do it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7, and hey... Before you take any awful risks with homing beacons, check out SW7X7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com SW7X7. It's not an easy escape, it's destiny unleashed.